you ready to rock, boys and girls? Behold, it's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? It's the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Ow. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Ow. Presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel and coming to you live from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show on Nashville Sports Radio. Good Monday morning, everybody. Greg out today and for good reason. He's about to become a grandfather like any second now. His daughter Grace uh, will be giving birth soon to uh, his granddaughter Alice Rose, I believe her name is. That's it. That, by the way, I'm John Burton. That voice you hear is the voice of our producer, our five-star general, Patton Cook. Patton, this is a pretty exciting moment for uh, our little family here at WNSRs. We're about to get a new member, the Pogi Bears, about to become Papa Pogi. How about that? It is uh, the first uh, grandchild, I believe, of the station. Yes. So uh, she will be the resident uh, granddaughter of WNSR. So I hope she's ready. She's the new princess yes. of WNSR. Yes. This, this it true. was Grace, right? Right. Pogi's daughter, who is just an absolute sweetheart of a young lady. But now we have a new princess about to uh, grace us, mm-hmm. no pun intended, with her presence as Alice Rose is getting ready to uh, to uh, join us here. So uh, wishing all the best to Greg, his daughter, her husband, their entire, both their entire families. What a blessed event. So we are excited to officially welcome uh, the newest member of the WNSR family uh, as soon as uh, she deems it fit to uh, to arrive. Absolutely. So that's the good news. Bad news is Tennessee Titans for a second straight year are going to have a losing record. For the second straight year are going to miss the playoffs. And sitting there watching that game yesterday against the Houston Texans at Nissan Stadium, my mind went numb. It went numb. I, I really lost focus. You know, I'm there to do a job. You're there as a fan. You're, you're a paying customer. You're there to cheer and, and boo or do whatever you have to do. I got to figure out a way to, to tell a story of this game because people don't realize when I go cover a game, you know, once the game is over, that's really when my day begins, right? You got to gather the post game. We got to go back and figure out, all right, what what elements of this game based on what happened, based on what sound bites we were able to gather afterwards, how are we going to tell the story of this game? And my mind just went to scrambled eggs. I'm like, how the hell am I going to, you know, do we talk about all the missed opportunities? We can talk about it. We can talk about Will Levis's interception that he never should have thrown because he had Traylon Burks wide ass open down the left side. I mean, he was butt naked. You talk about a blown coverage. Yep. He was streaking down the left side. There wasn't a Texan within 15 yards of him. Hey, Levis didn't see him, rookie quarterback. What are you going to do? We can talk about. Uh, we can talk about Nick Folk missing an extra point, which, just like the previous home game, loomed large in this game. Did it not? Yep. 
We can talk about the missed interception. A couple of them, right? Uh, Schultz making that catch out. My, why, why am I blanking on the defensive back? Who's who's McCreary? Thank you, Roger McCreary. He makes an interception. Game's probably over. Uh-huh. You're up sixteen to nine at that point. That's probably a game ceiling interception. Dalton Schultz just out muscles him for it, like going up for a rebound. They score. We end up going to overtime. We can talk about Eric Garer missing an interception late in regulation that could have set the Titans up for a game-winning field goal. We, you know, we there are so many missed opportunities. We can talk about how the defense came up big in overtime, forcing Houston to punt from deep in their own end. Mason Kinsey gets a nice little return. You're starting your drive in plus territory, but no holding. Now you're starting at the 37. We can talk about the offensive line allowing Will Levis to get sacked seven times. And now Levis is hurt, and he may not. We we don't know if he's going to be available for Christmas Eve against the Seattle Seahawks. We can talk about that. We can talk about the defense allowing Devin Singletary to get behind them for a 41-yard gain that set up the game-winning field goal. We can talk about the missed opportunities. We can talk about anything. 615-844-5600. I really want to hear from Titans fans today because I want to know where they're at with this team, not only presently but going forward. We can talk about what Derrick Henry had to say after the game, and we will. We can talk about the fact that this team, as we said, is going to miss the playoffs again. This team is going to have a losing record again. And a lot of people will say, well, you know, we'll just get ready for next year. What's on average? 30% of rosters change during the offseason. So a lot of these guys ain't going to be back on this roster. We can talk about the positioning of the front office. Because it appears that Rand Carthon is here as general manager only to do Mike Vrabel's bidding. And Mike Vrabel's track record the last couple of years hasn't been very good. So is that the proper thing to do? So we can talk about that. There are a lot of things that we can get into, but my main focus, my main takeaway, Pat, and I was thinking about this ever since the game ended yesterday, and we got a lot of sound we're going to get to. We're going to get to your phone calls. We're going to go around the league. Um, we got a packed show today. So Teresa Walker, I believe, will join us at 1025. Uh, she was not at the game yesterday, though, so um, we'll have to check on that. Anyway, my main focus, my main takeaway from this, and I'm curious to know what you think, because we can, you know, like I said, we can break down this game if you want. I mean, it is what it is. They lost in overtime. They're out of the playoffs. But we can we can break it down, whatever you want to do. But I think back to this offseason, Patton, where this team was at a crossroads. New general manager. New offensive coordinator. New players, obviously, through free agency in the draft. It seemed like for the majority of this offseason, this Titans franchise was going to embrace the rebuild, right? You know, we lost some key players. Ben Jones, Taylor Lewan, etc. goes down the line. Obviously, A.J. Brown the year before in the trade. And then, seem- seemingly, with just a couple of weeks to go before training camp, the narrative flipped. No, we can win. We just signed DeAndre Hopkins. We've got Ryan Tannehill for another year. We can win. And I'm telling you, in my opinion, that's where this whole thing went off the rails. It's easy to sit here and say this now, that they're 5-9 and nine and not going to make the playoffs. But I swear to you, hand on the Bible, I felt this way 
during the offseason. Just embrace the rebuild. It's okay. You can hit the reset button. Because, see, in markets like, and Nashville, I love you. I, I love this. I love this city. I love being here. This is, this is, this is my home. I've been here almost 12 years. But certain teams have a certain kind of a culture, right? Like the New York Yankees are not allowed to rebuild. I'm a Yankee fan. We, we, we do not allow them to rebuild. You are not allowed to rebuild. Sorry, just spend more money, bring in free, you know, bring in good players and win. You know, Pittsburgh's kind of like that. I guess I'll say Dallas is kind of like that. Certain, certain teams and franchises have this aura about them that, you know, no matter what, we we compete and we and we try to win every year. And every team tries to win every year. I don't want, don't get me wrong. But I think some teams, some cities, some markets, it's okay to say, you know what? Look what the Predators are doing. We might take a couple steps back, but we're going to take steps forward in the future. I think it would have been okay for the Tennessee Titans this offseason to basically let it be known, you know, we are, you know, maybe not rebuilding, but, you know, we're hitting the reset button. We are, we are taking steps to improve this franchise going forward. But I think a lot of it has to do with Mike Vrabel's stubbornness. I think in the 11th hour, especially after they signed DeAndre Hopkins, I believe it was Vrabel that, that pounded his fist on the table and said, no, I can win. I can win with this roster. Well, they didn't address the offensive line. You know, Levis got killed yesterday. There are, you know, as good as we talk about this defense being, they got gashed in the running game yesterday. And I look at the short to long-term future of this franchise, and I'm a little confused. I think you have the quarterback. you got a lot of work to do on the offensive line. you got some guys that have been drafted pretty high that have underachieved for this franchise. And I think it all came to a head yesterday when the final knockout blow was, uh, was administered by the Houston Texans, the team shorthanded. No C.J. Stroud, their top two receivers out. Once again, Titans get out to a double-digit lead. Can't hold on. Derrick Henry, worst game of his life. Even Now he's contemplating the future. I mean, there's a lot going on with this franchise. It's more than just an overtime loss uh, to the Houston Texans where you, you tried to troll them with your Oilers throwbacks and Vrabel walking around in a cowboy hat and this and that. So, you know. There's just so many things going on with this franchise that have a lot more to do than a than an overtime loss to a division rival that knocks him out of the playoffs. I'm curious to know what you think, Pat, and I've been rambling on here, but I really want to get into a lot of what's going on with this franchise. We're going to hear from uh, coaches and players, your phone calls. we got two hours, folks, so you know, bear, bear with us. But that's just how I feel. That's my outside-looking-in 30,000-foot view. You, Nashville native, season ticket holder, diehard Tennessee Titans fan, where are you at with what you saw yesterday and what's going on with this team? Well, I'll start kind of with, with yesterday. I, more of the same, and it's a worrying trend, quite frankly, for the Mike Vrabel era and really the Amy Adams Strunk era, quite frankly, and it's the inability to protect your quarterback. Yep. Now, I'm not the biggest Tannehill fan, but was he given a fair hand this season? Absolutely not. Uh, against an offensive line that wasn't much better this year, 
And really the same, I know we changed offensive coordinators, we being the Titans. It's the same system. It's yep. the same run first. Mm-hmm. If the run game isn't there, good luck because you're going to have to go, <laughs> you're going to have to drop back and throw to receivers that on many other teams wouldn't be on an active roster. I mean, I love Nick Westbrook-Akina. He made a, a couple nice catches. Chris Moore made a nice catch, but all in all, I mean, you can't Are rely. these guys you're going to depend on? Exactly. Uh, so I, I think it started there. <clears throat> For me, I know you mentioned DeAndre Hopkins. And to me, what it showed was when you were going to bring back Ryan Tannehill, that to me showed that they were not in rebuild mode. And I know it would have been hard. You would have had to eat a lot of money uh, in the cap. But Ryan Tannehill isn't a rebuilding quarterback. He's a veteran quarterback who's going to look to get you into the postseason. So I know... So whenever they signed DeAndre Hopkins, I thought they had to do that if you're going to trot Ryan Tannehill out there week one because you're playing, you can't have both ways. You can't say, well, we're we're going to rebuild. You can't be half wet. Exactly. You you can't be half pregnant. To me, rebuild is throw Malik Willis out there until you feel like Will Levis is okay to be the starting quarterback. So I I wasn't a, a huge proponent in not signing DeAndre Hopkins, especially when it was known that Ryan Tannehill was going to be the guy. But to your point, John, it, it's there's a lot of holes and something we haven't really been able to say about this Titans team. It, it's been one area here. Uh, j- just fix the offensive line, mm-hmm. then this team can be great. You look up and down this roster, they got serious issues. I don't think they have a quality tight end anymore. I think Del- once Delaney Walker and Johnny Smith have departed this franchise you don't have a reliable tight end anymore mm-hmm. the running game is a big issue for me and whether that's offensive line whether that's Derek Henry I don't know anymore uh of course offensive line is an issue other than left guard I don't know what you got everybody else to me I don't know what you have well listen the, the Texans teed off on the left side of the Titans line because you, you got two rookies there yeah and I like Skaronsky I think he's going to be good Jalen Duncan I mean He's hanging in there, but I mean, they were doing simple stunts and twists, and that was, you know, they were confusing those guys. Bullock did a nice job of breaking that down last night. On the well, show. and and that's what Ken Wisenhunt got fired for not being able to yep. protect Marcus Mariota, and yep. he was kind of the fall guy. I love Mike, but these are trends now. He basically broke Tannehill's ankle last year with that offensive line. He did it again uh, this <laughs> season, and now Will Levis has got a bum ankle. So right. I. For me as a fan, John, I don't want to see Will Levis anymore the rest of the year. Uh, I've seen what I need to see that he has given me enough that he can be the day one starter next year. I I don't need to see anything else from him. Playoffs are gone. Absolutely zero chance. We got eliminated yesterday. Now it's time to sit him back. And whether it's Malik Willis or Ryan Tannehill, I don't really care. Well, let me ask you this. If you're Ryan Tannehill, how motivated are you to get out there? Playing behind that line. Knowing that I'm about to hit free agency, I'd like to be healthy going into free agency. Well, I, I'm going to slap him on the ass and tell him to get out there. Because so, I don't want Will Levis. If it's Tannehill or Levis. Take one for the team. Get huh? out there. You're, you're getting paid $30 million. Go take a shot for us. Uh, why don't you? But <laughs> with all due respect, and, and on the defense, I thought they were okay yesterday just because they were on the field forever. Yeah, they were. John. Other they were. than the you're first right. possession, they were... Uh, other than the first possession offense what, gave them nothing. Titans went 83 yards on their first touchdown drive. They had, a what, 121 yards right. total for the rest of the game 
a game that went to overtime. Right. You so. basically played an extra quarter, and that's and, and that's all they could muster. Now, D Hop had that. I'm going to call it a drop because yeah. you know the deep, you know that 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 deep ball over the middle. He's got to hang on to that, and they tried to sell it. And you know, good on D'Amico Ryan's or whoever told him, "Hey, hey, challenge this." That was not a catch, and it was clearly not a catch. Mm-hmm. And I and listen, Patton, no disrespect to anybody, but I don't want to hear about oh they should have called the unsportsman unsportsmanlike conduct penalty on the sidelines, or you know this interference call should or should not have been called. That's what losers say. I don't want to hear about calls. Yep. You had opportunities. I just We just listed how many opportunities they had to put them in a position to win this game, and they didn't get it done. Just in overtime. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Much less the other three quarters where you jumped out to a 13 nothing lead. Yeah. Real quick, let's check in with Jack with Hermitage before we go to the break. Jack, good morning. Morning, JB. What's up, man? JB, I wanted to run a couple of things by you since you're around them all the time. Yep. You know, he's gotten older, but does anybody seriously think that Derrick Henry, if put somewhere else behind a serious O-line, wouldn't go right back being Godzilla he's always been? You know, that's what I think. And past that, they made the calculation that since they were going to be in – poor shape O-line wise that they would put Will out there hoping that his low miles and being a youngster and his athletic ability would offset. In other words, he'd be able to run around and stay out of the line of fire that maybe Tannehill couldn't anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's just not working. And, And I don't care what, I don't care who they had back there, you get a quarterback sacked seven times, mm-hmm. I don't care if Jerry Rice came back, you're not going to do any good. And everything gets throttled right there. You can't get – you don't have time to use your two good receivers. You don't have a way to spring Derek loose. Maybe Tajay, who for some reason they didn't use much at all. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Jack, you I, make some great points. I, I appreciate I the call. We're up against the break, so I'm going to let you go. Uh, he makes some great points. I mean, to the Derrick Henry point, yeah, he's proven that he still has some gas left in the tank. But, you know, he didn't have a chance yesterday. How many times was he hit in the backfield? As soon as, you know, and, and kudos to Houston because D'Amico Ryans was there for a lot of those games. They He is embarrassed that organization. You know, 200-yard game after 200-yard game. So, you know, they were keyed to stop. They are basically like, go ahead, rookie, beat us. 22, you're not beating us today. If somebody else beats us, we'll take our hat off. Listen, we, let's, uh, we're late for a break, so we're going to get to the break right now. We're going to hear some of what was said after the game. We want to get to your phone calls, 615-844-5600. Let's light these phone, uh, phones up today because I want to know from the fans, where are you at with this franchise, short and long term, uh, as it pertains to whoever, Vrabel, Levis, Derrick Henry, the defense, the offensive line. Let's get into it today. Teresa Walker will join us at 1025. We're just getting started. JB and the General filling in for Pogi, Nashville Sports Radio.
Brian Dennis Roofing and Construction is asking listeners to please donate a toy to Toys for Tots this holiday season. You can make a difference in the life of a child. This message is brought to you by Brian Dennis Roofing and Construction, serving up to 45 miles from Nashville with quality and pride since 1994. Specializing in residential and light commercial, storm damage repairs, roofing, gutters, insurance claims, and much more. Call 615-484-1425. 615-484-1425. That's Brian Dennis Roofing and Construction. They're professionals who care. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is at the heart of Music City. Located within walking distance of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Bar Lines at the Omni is your downtown honky-tonk destination. Watch your team for many seat on their plentiful HD TVs and catch a live show on the Bar Lines stage featuring live music seven days a week. Bar Lines has the ultimate southern comfort food. Get started with classic fried green tomatoes or bourbon barbecue wings. Then it's on to the massive Smashville Double Stack, or the world-famous Bar Lines Grinder. Oh, you've never heard of the Bar Lines Grinder? Two kinds of cheese, lettuce, Dijon, smoked turkey, smoked bacon, smoked ham. Now that's some smoke you want. Local brews and local spirits are on tap at Bar Lines. Take a seat on the patio outside and soak up the rhythm of Music City. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. Attention high school sports fans. Are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Tennessee needs more officials. Sign up today at HighSchoolOfficials.com. This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. Derek Henry's next. Yeah, I think this is the first of uh, several moves. I, I, I do. I yeah. think the Titans realize where they are. I think it's a reality check, and I think there could be more moves. I really do. You wake up one morning, you realize it's time to do some different things here. I think that's what it is, so I don't think they're done dealing. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Welcome back live to the Strike and Spare Studios. Call or text at 615-844-5600. The Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Hey. Hoagie about to become a grandfather. 
He's out today. John Burton, Patton Cook inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. We are presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel, where I will be spending New Year's Eve. Looking forward to that. And uh should be a fun night. I got some I got some friends coming into town, so um we're looking to do it up big on New Year's Eve. You know how Johnny Nashville does it, Patton. Come on now. Only heard stories, John. One of these nights you're gonna have to hang with Johnny Nashville. Yep. It uh it's an experience unlike any other. All right, we're gonna hear from uh what was said after the Titans nineteen to sixteen overtime loss to the Texans yesterday at Nissan Stadium. Titans five and nine. And now out of the playoffs, officially eliminated for a second straight year. And this will be a second straight year of a losing record for the two-tone blue. Before that, let's go to the phones. And now it's time for the NFL Roundup with our guy, Eric. And that music can only mean one thing. We're going to do this a little bit later, Pat, and you and I. But right now, let's take a quick look around. Football. How about them Cowboys, Eric? Woo! Woo! Hey, John, I knew you were going to get to about that doubt. Did I think Dallas was going to win? I'm going to be honest. I didn't think they were going to win, but did I expect 31 to 10? No, I thought this game was going to be a shootout. You know what that sound is? That's the what? Buffalo Bills spanking the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Hey, 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 hey. I, 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 I can't lie, guys. I'll be honest. I did not look at any of the game. Yes, other than the Titans, because here's the thing. I had Christmas stuff going on with my church. In the morning and in the evening, so I skipped the Titans game yesterday. But the way that game ended, whew, oh I, man! I, called, I, 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 I got paid TV to be there, time. Eric, and yeah. I was, it was it was that was a chore. And I got uh, I got oh, paid to be there. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But real quick on the Cowboys, and I'll get to the Titans. I mean, hey, Buffalo did what they had to do, which they bludgeoned them on the ground. Josh Allen said he'd take that ten times out of ten. He was only seven to fifteen for 90, ninety-four uh, yards, right? Yards. Yep. And I guess you remember. You remember a couple years ago that Monday night game mm-hmm. when the Patriots on like through five passes and they yeah. lost the Bills fourteen to ten. So I yeah. guess they copied that and decided to take that game plan. But hey, whatever works. They rushed for two hundred sixty six yards. And I tell you what, and and I've said this. I love the Cowboys, but they you're right. They're a front running team. When they're the bullies, they love the bully people. But with the, until they figure out how to win on the road, hey, they're not Fugazi. I place it. Uh, they're not winning three playoff games on the road to go to the Super Bowl, and, and you got to show me that to prove you it. Can't, you, not you, you can't play like that and go into San Francisco no, and no, expect to win. No, 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 no. And San Francisco, hey, I'll be honest. I thought they win yesterday, but I didn't think they blew out the Cardinals. But they won 45-29. Hey, give props to San Francisco. They win. As, as somebody said this morning, I forget who it was, said it doesn't matter where they play. With his home on the road or on the moon, they could be shit by If they're road. if they're healthy, I don't I don't see anybody yeah. beating them in the even NFC. Even the Eagles, I I, even if you, they I have to go on the you. road, I don't. I just yeah, I just yeah, don't see yeah. it. That, that, they're the most complete team of football, offensive defense. But now on, on to the Titans, John. And here, here's the thing that's so frustrating. And other things point out. It's just the little things that are killing this team. Uh, Sex straight home game, they miss an extra point. Now, would they want a regulation? I don't know, but it changes both the Colts and the. Uh, Texas strategy and to realize somebody made a point if they win both of those games. Guess oh, what? Listen, the, Steve Lehman told Texas, me yesterday, yeah. Eric, he said if they make most of those extra points and let's say they win yeah. both those games, they'd be yeah, seven yeah, and seven yeah. right now. A game out of first in the in and the division and a game out of the last the wild card spot. Yeah. Tied with the Texan Colts all the seven to seven. There's little things like that. The penalties again came back to bite them. But here's the frustrating thing, John, as you said. Derrick Henry, he had 16 carries for nine yards. I forget what it was. He had a total of 20 touches in the game. 
But like, like every time he's trying to run with the ball, and somebody says he's lost a step, and that may be true, but he didn't have a chance. He has, he like, has but he didn't have a chance. Yeah, yeah. There's like two or three guys in the backfield ready to tackle him. And also, this stat too: this, uh, the Titans in 14 games, they've given up 50, 50 sacks in 14 games, which is the most. And that's just that is just horrible, guys. And it's just you. It's it's just so frustrating to see this team and and what they do. We just the offensive line is just. I I just don't know what to say. The offensive yeah. line. Yeah, no, I hear you, Eric. It it's just, a lot, lot lot of issues there that uh, you know they got to clean oh, yeah. up. Appreciate the call, yeah. brother. Right, hey, hey, Eric, real quick, you before soon. you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> spanking, spanking, spanking. See yeah, you, buddy. Yeah, hey, I can't lie. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, talk about your giants, though. Oh, hey, whatever. <laughs> whatever. See ya. Yeah, yeah, whatever, Eric. All right. <laughs> what do you got there for uh, for sound bites there, General? Yeah, plenty to go around. First, uh, Mike Vrabel running on first down. I believe uh, at one point, Derrick Henry had 10 carries, nine of those on first down. It was not working. Mike Vrabel asked about that after the game. Don't! (laughs) You all right over there? Yeah, we're fine. Uh, Was just playing Bill King's intro as well. Oh, okay. Who cares about the Titans? I want to talk college football. All right, here we go. Again, just trying to, to to get off in a drive, and you know there were times where we threw the ball on first down and had success. There were times where we threw it on first down, and didn't have success, and um, you know it's all um, you know offensively there there wasn't a lot of you know, you know we need we need more positive uh, plays, more conversions, more uh, complimentary football. I think that when they're, uh, you know, when we, we don't play well or we don't pr- block or protect, I think that that's um, forces um, negative plays, you know, a non-efficient play. So, you know, whether they, um, you know, whether we call a run or a pass, we're still going to have to block and, and execute. Yeah, but with all due respect, you know, that was Teron that asked the question. It was mind-numbing watching first down run after first down run after first down run go nowhere. Why not play action? Why not a short pass to get you four or five yards and, you know, make it second and manageable? That's the part I don't understand. You know what that reminded me of? Remember last year, the last game against Jacksonville, that Saturday night game? You know, the Titans winning in with Josh Dobbs, the whole deal. That's exactly what they did in that game. First down run. First, down. we were joking in the press box in Jacksonville. We're all looking at each other every time the Titans got a you know got the ball on a possession. We're all like first down run, first down run, yeah, first down run. And then be different I mean, if you were picking six or seven up every every time right. on first down. You were getting negative plays. That's right. And D'Amico Ryan's was like, all right, fine. Listen, you know if they beat us with a play action pass on first down, we can live with it. But they don't. You know they're not doing it. So. You know, I I understand the old school mentality. You know, you keep pounding the rock, keep pounding the rock. It wasn't working. You got to do something different. You can pound the rock when you've got a offensive line right. that's shown the ability to move. When you have people. Roger Saffold and Ben Jones and Taylor Lewan in their primes, yeah, pound the you know what out of it. Yeah. What uh, else you got? Yeah, next year from uh, Mike Vrabel, what responsibility this organization should take from? 
now hurting both Ryan Tannehill and Will Levis with an offensive line that has been less than subpar two straight years. Uh, nobody likes to see any any player get hurt, um, and, and the responsibility to protect the guy with the ball, whether that's the quarterback, the, the running back, uh, the receiver, you know, kickers. So we have to do a better job of protecting all of them. What? Did he really answer that question? I mean, that's no. just—I mean, that's just a lot of word salad, you know. You, but you're right. <laughs> Tannehill's gotten hurt twice. Levis is now hurt, and they aren't freak injuries. No, they are no built up. Beat now, Levis, up. now Levis, you know, it's fu- it's funny because Levis is going helicopter and he's trying to, you know put his shoulder into 300-pound lineman, and he doesn't get hurt that way. He's sitting in the pocket trying to make a play downfield, and he gets his ankle rolled up because the guys in front of him can't block. Listen, I'm a Giants fan, okay? I know all about horrible offensive lines. My boy Tommy Cutlets got killed yesterday by the Saints. <laughs> he got sacked seven times. He was, he was lucky he finished that game. Mm-hmm. Again, we'll go around the league in a little bit. But, you know, and I think, uh, was it Jack and uh, Hermitage brought up a good point you know, they probably thought, listen, this offensive line bad, is bad, but we have a young quarterback that, back there that can maybe move around a little bit. I don't know if that wasn't part of the philosophy because, you know, this this organization's done a really poor job of restocking this offensive line. I mean, that's the bottom line. What else you got? Got some Levis for me? Yeah, I got some. Uh, Will Levis was a little surprised he talked afterwards uh, after getting hurt, but here he is talking about uh, the in big miss. In a walking miss. boot, by uh, the way. Indeed. Uh, but here was Levis talking about the big miss to Traylon Burks and just kind of what he saw in that play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, that's, one, that's on me. I mean, one of my key, keys that I was looking or, you know, reminding myself on that play was make sure the corner carries, you know. So I saw his back turned, and then I was waiting for D-Hop. During that time, with my eyes on him, the corner falling off of trailings where it happened. So, um, just didn't see him, didn't feel him. Got to learn from it. Next time that ball's got to be launched, and uh, that's a touchdown. I love it. I love a player, especially a quarterback, that will take accountability. And I know you've had issues with Ryan Tannehill because, in your mind, you have you felt like he hasn't taken accountability for his mistakes. Yeah, that answer would have been I. And maybe this is sour grapes on my end. I don't think it would have been the same answer if that was Tannehill up there. He would have, yeah, just uh, receiver wasn't in the spot, just uh, didn't like what I saw and then threw it. So I, I don't know. I, right. I agree with you. And I, folks, we're, yeah, we're talking about uh, the Levis interception where, as I said in the first segment, Traylon Burks was butt naked, wide open down the left sideline, like alone. Like there wasn't a Texan within 15 yards of him. Would have been an easy walk-in touchdown. But that you know what, rookie quarterback, he's got to learn, and he and he owned up to it. And I'm telling you, man, comments like we just heard from Will Levis, that's going to get you a long way with the fans mm-hmm. and your teammates in the locker room. Hey, that's on me. Now Marcus Mariota probably did it too much, as Delaney Walker told me one time. <laughs> like Delaney Walker was like, this guy. You could miss blocks and get him killed. You could drop passes. And he, no matter what, he's going to sit there and say, it's my fault. I need to be better. You know, he probably took it to the far extreme. But for a rookie quarterback to sit up there and say, yeah, that's on me, that goes a long way. Yeah. Am I right? Totally agree. Uh, next up here from Levis, just 
kind of giving an update on, on the injury, how he's feeling, and uh, kind of what he's hoping for down the stretch these last couple of games. Initially thought, yeah, for sure. I thought it was I thought it was worse. Just how I got kind of rolled up on, and, and um, yeah, but uh, see how it feels tomorrow. You know, when all the adrenaline and everything wears off. But uh, like I said, it could have been a lot worse. But I think I'll be all right. And he did say it's too early to tell or not. You know, it's probably a high ankle sprain. So now here's. To quote my one of my favorite movies, Training Day. See, here's where the problem comes into play. Because on the one hand, you'd love to play him these last three games, get more on tape, get more to work with. On the other hand, he's already banged up. If he were to play Sunday against the Seahawks team that's still in the hunt for the playoffs, they have a lot to play for. They already know he's hurt. They're going to be coming after him. As Jeff Fisher says, they're going to check him out. You know, <laughs> Pete Carroll's going to send send the send the kitchen sink after him you know but so what does Mike Vrabel do does he shut him down for this week and hope he can play the last two games which is what Bullock suggested yesterday or do you say Will thank you we've seen enough head into the offseason get healthy we'll talk to you in April uh, for me as a totally not football guy, that's what I would do. Uh, just send him home. Send him back to uh, Lexington. I don't know where he's got a house <laughs> at. Just sit, send him away from here because, I I mean, what more can you really find out? I think you know what he probably needs to work on. He gets locked in on a receiver probably a little too much, especially for DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Hell, if I was quarterback, I'd probably lock in on DeAndre Hopkins yeah, a little bit. Yeah, hard to blame him for that. But I think you've got what you need, and I think you see what he's good at. Uh, the deep ball is its about as good as anybody in the league, quite frankly. He can lay it out there for just about anybody in stride. It hit DeAndre Hopkins a couple times uh, this season. I, to me, the upside of playing him here down the stretch, there really there just isn't any. It, you know, there's teams... You're not playing anybody that has nothing to play for anymore. It's mm-hmm. Jacksonville's looking to win the division against mm-hmm. two teams that are right on their tail in uh, in the Indianapolis Colts and the Houston Texans. And you mentioned Seattle. Yeah, and, who play tonight, by the way. They play, they host the Eagles tonight on Monday Night exactly. Football. Exactly, and then you play Houston another time on mm-hmm. the road. So mm-hmm. uh, for me, I've seen what I need to see. Tannehill or Willis, I, I don't really care. Uh, it's it's time to pack it in for me. You don't want to break this kid ankle trying to get a, a few more plays on film. Do you agree with Pat and Cook? Give us a call and let us know. 615-844-5600. We are back after this. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com/joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands. At up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. 
It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it. The price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. It's a Bill King Show. We are college football centric. That is the sun that warms our planet that we live on. Our planet actually isn't flat or round. It's an oblong spheroid. And we are here to proselytize about it, edify it every day on this here radio show. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, putting the fun in dysfunctional. Pogster out today, just moments perhaps away from being a grandfather. We have get, not gotten official word yet on the arrival of beautiful Alice Rose. His daughter Grace, due to give birth uh, at any time now, so uh, Greg is attending to that. He's out today, John Burton, Patton Cook. Inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios, we're presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel. It is a loser's lunch Monday for the Titans as they were eliminated from playoff contention with a uh, overtime loss to the Texans yesterday. We'll get back to uh, our Titans and NFL talk in just a bit, but I want to mention a couple things. Tennessee with a nice win over the weekend in San Antonio uh, in the Hall of Fame series over NC State 79-70. to Triple J, Josiah Jordan-James with a big game, 23 points, 7 rebounds. Lipscomb uh, gave Arkansas all they could handle. They lost at Arkansas 69-66, had a chance to win that game. And then then there's Vanderbilt, losing at Texas Tech 76-54 over the weekend. They didn't shoot well. They didn't seem to really compete all that well. And I don't know what's going on with Stack and, and this Commodores team. And I know you're a huge fan and you, you attend a lot of the games, but there ain't a whole lot to get excited about as they get ready for SEC play right now with this Vanderbilt team. Not at all. And that was the basketball team 
John, that had 10 days off. Yep. And uh, coming, Good, off, great point. coming off a really tough loss just before that. So, And from the looks of it, um, Colin Smith, uh, one of their kind of the only big guy, one of the big guys they have left, he's kind of plays the, the three or four, depending on who's out on the floor. He went down with a non-contact injury that does not look good. Uh, Jerry Stackhouse called it an Achilles injury. So hey. you kind of can uh, go ahead and make your own assumptions from that. And uh, that net ranking, John, it just keeps getting worse and worse. Yeah. Uh, last time I checked, they were 304. They're now 302 um, in the NCAA net ranking, which is the worst uh, Power 5 team uh, net rank. Uh, so... I don't know where to go from here, quite frankly. It doesn't seem like anything is going to happen over there just from some of the, the stuff I've read and uh, listened to from uh, VandySports.com, who's pretty plugged in over there. Chris Lee does a really good yeah, job Yeah, shout over out there. Chris Lee. Does a really nice job. He's been on the show before. we got to get him back on the show. Yeah, and I, I've kind of heard him say that he's not in really any threat of uh, getting fired over there. And if that's the case, so be it. Um, some... Real changes, though, have to be made this season, whether that's player personnel, whether that's how Jerry sees his roster, kind of how he wants to do it. Something's got to change, John, because it's year five now, and they look as far away from the NCAA tournament as they did in year one, quite frankly, coming off a offer in the uh, SEC or SEC play from uh, Bryce Drew's Bryce Drew's last year, year. yeah. So I, yeah, where well, they took the collar in the SEC. Wow, that, things, was, that, was, uh, that year was brutal. Things are low. Uh, yeah. As low as that offer in SEC play. And you look at, I mean, where are the wins going to come from yeah, in, I know, in SEC I know. play this year? That's 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 the realization I'm starting to come to. Meanwhile, if you're a Predators fan, you got to be feeling good about your team. They've won now three straight. They had a nice win over the weekend as they beat the Washington Capitals. Uh, three to one, one night after winning in overtime at Carolina. So they are cooking right now. They've got a nice test tomorrow night at Bridgestone. The Vancouver Canucks coming in. Vancouver tied for the most wins in the Western Conference with 21, along with the Vegas Golden Knights. So uh, Predators sitting there in the seventh spot currently in the Western Conference, 18-13-0, and, and uh Playing some good hockey right now, and we've talked about it, generating offense. It seems like a different guy uh, steps up in terms of the goal scoring each night. Colton Sissons has really quietly had a mm-hmm. nice, steady year. I think he's got double-digit goals already on the season. Philip Forsberg's been the hottest player um, in all of the NHL. Going into that game with Washington, he had, what, 14 goals in his previous 18 games, and um, so... It's all clicking right now for the Preds. They're they're buying into Brunette's system, it would appear. They're getting great goaltending every night from UC Soros. And Kevin Lankinen's been okay yeah. when, when he's had opportunities to play. So it's all clicking right now for the Preds. Well, and good for them. They had the CMA road trip that went mm-hmm. uh, less than successful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, ever since they came back from that, they responded. And that's what you got to do. It's a long season, a long, grueling season. But, uh the little you've seen, the play style is so enjoyable to watch mm-hmm. uh, from for the Preds, and that's half the battle, I think, for fans sometimes. Yep. It, if you're dropping games here or there, but I just mean, make it entertaining. Flying around the ice, I you mean, don't want to see a team, easier. you know, not win consistently, and they're playing two one games or you know, or one nothing games or or stuff like that. You know, give us some excitement. So, a lot of guys have been uh, been uh, contributing there. So both offensively, they're still not where I'd like them to be defensively. Um, but, you know, they've got time to kind of clean that up. 
All right, speaking of cleaning up, we're going to clean up our number one of our fine radio program right after this, Nashville Sports Radio. Tease the season at Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf for holiday specials this year. Featuring the Ping G430 drivers, which combine the ultimate combination of distance and forgiveness. And from Bushnell, the new Tour V6 Series laser rangefinders provide you the most accurate distances in golf. There's always gift cards in any amount for the special golfer you're shopping for. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in-store or online at WorldwideGolf.com. Bob Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cuts from the traditional fillet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy and i can cash out whenever i want that's a total no-brainer i'm downloading the free upside app now Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LIFT for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code LIFT. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LIFT for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LIFT. Everyone loves Nashville right now. It's the perfect family getaway, but it isn't just known for its food, bright lights, and music. It's also known for football. The trans-perfect Music City Bowl is coming to Nissan Stadium on December 30th. Come see Auburn versus Maryland right here in Music City. The music, the food, the fun. Spend your weekend in Nashville. It's your family's perfect start to the new year. Tickets are available now at musiccitybowl.com and on SeatGeek. Brought to you by Tennessee Lottery. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. This yeah. is just it. The Titans are trading Kevin Byard to the Eagles. The yeah, Eagles are going to send the Titans a fifth and sixth round pick and safety Terrell Edmonds. Well, they're giving up on that contract. There were also a lot of Titans fans upset about some of the comments he made, which I thought was insane. It's big kaboom here on this Monday. <laughs> the McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Text the Greg Bogan News Channel 5 John Burton Show now at 615-844-5600. And yes, we know Patton has to explain what a text line is to Greg every time. How's our text line doing, by the way? Are they still working on that? Efforting. 
All right, we'll let you know as soon as, as soon as we know about our text line. Normally, you can text us at the same number you call us, 615-844-5600. But uh, our text line's been down for a little while, but we're, we're working on it. Uh, you said during the break, Rap Sheet has an update on Will Levis. What, uh, what do you got there? Yes, uh, per Ian Rappaport on Twitter, uh, said, believe the injury is a suffered sprained ankle within the organization. A source said MRI is today, and he just had the quote, I'm all right. It could have been a lot worse. Yeah, it looked a lot worse. You know, if you look at the replay and, you know, watching how, you know, how he initially came off the field. Put no weight on it. Put no weight on that ankle. <laughs> I'm thinking, oh, man, did he just snap his ankle, you know, with, with three games left right. to go and nothing to play for? You know, that's the one thing if you're a Titans fan, you want to see this guy play mm-hmm. and and continue your evaluation as to whether or not he's the guy. Now, I'm convinced he's the guy. Yeah. They got to build around him better. They got to protect him better. But I, I, he has won me over. I've talked repeatedly about it. I didn't think I was going to like him. Maybe part of me didn't want to like him, but I like him. He's won me over. Yeah. I like, I like the fact that, you know, this guy once he gets some more games under his belt, he's going to be a real leader for this team. And I like his fire. He's got to calm down a little bit. You can't go helicopter. You can't be putting your shoulder into. 300-pound defensive lineman thinking you're going to run him over like Earl Campbell. That ain't going to happen, bro. And I know he's a fit guy and he's jacked to the gills and all that, but, you know, it's it's kind of like what Vrabel was saying last week. You either learn the hard way or the easy way. So um, that's where we are with that. All right, so believed to be a sprained ankle. MRI today, obviously. Uh, I believe Vrabel does talk at some point today. Perhaps he will provide us with an update. Uh, before we close out hour number one, let's go to the phone lines. Eric in Columbia. What's up, Eric? My boy, John. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, buddy. Good, buddy. Hey, I agree with everything you guys said about, uh, 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 about, uh, resting Will Levis and everything too. We don't need, we've done seen enough. I was with you too, John. I was just like, man, I don't know about this guy when we drafted him. Mm -hmm. I was just like, you know, I'm like, what are we going to do with this guy? I I don't know, you know, but he's really proved to me that he is going to be the franchise quarterback and everything. But I'm with you, Pat, and too, on that, where we need to rest him, where we don't need to see any more, and slap Tannehill on the ass and tell him, get the hell out there and play or whatever, (laughs) because you're not going to be our QB. So, so, uh, but I also want to comment on what Braid said yesterday about the running game worked for us in the past. Yes, it has, mm-hmm. but that was the most inexcusable answer I've heard. I mean, I agree with you, Eric. I mean, worked, you know, that's that's what a coach's job is to do during a game is to evaluate what's working and what's not working and make adjustments. To just sit there 100%. and say, to just stand up there and say, well, it worked for us in the past. Well, it ain't working yeah. today, bro. You got to try exactly. something different. Exactly. You had so many chances to win that game and everything. I'm agree with you two on the calls or whatever. I don't care about those calls. We had too many chances to win that game, and they let the game slip by them. So, but yeah, that's that's all I got, bud. So, uh, all right, I hope Eric. you guys have a good day and and pray for Alice Rose, the smooth delivery. Yeah, I can't wait for that. She is. She's, she will be here at some point, and we uh, we await her arrival. All right, next hour, Teresa Walker will join us, I believe, at 1025. She wasn't at the game yesterday, so we may want to check on that to make sure she's still uh, going to join us. But if she does, you'll hear from her. And we're also going to hear what Derek Henry had to say straight ahead after his dismal performance yesterday. Not all his fault, of course. 
And Pat and I are going to go around the league and uh, find out who's beef for real or beef for Roni. How about that? Pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. It's old rap lyrics. Oh, I told you I've been writing rap lyrics. Beef for real, beef for Roni's not mine. But uh, anyway, hour number two coming straight at you. Stick around. AM 95.9 FM Brentwood Nashville 107.9 FM Smyrna Nashville's first 24-hour sports station WNSR Nashville Sports Radio ABC News. I'm Sherry Preston. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin expected to press Israel to wind down major combat operations in Gaza. He is visiting the region today. Over the weekend, France, Germany, and the UK all joined global calls for a ceasefire. Details emerging about the three hostages who were accidentally killed by the Israeli military over the weekend, including that they were waving a white flag and were yelling in Hebrew that they did not pose a threat. A powerful coastal storm unleashing heavy rain and damaging winds across the northeast, including in Newark, New Jersey, where drivers like this one became stranded in high waters. Really frustrated. We just came from an overnight shift and we're ready to go home now. Like, I'm tired. It's ridiculous. It's flooded over there. It's flooded over here. Like, there's nowhere to go right now at this point. I'm just trying to hurry up and get home. More than a thousand flights delayed because of the weather. Supreme Court Justice Sandra Day O'Connor now lying in repose in the court's grand hall. Her private funeral will be held tomorrow. This is ABC News. Hey, if you have ugly yellow toe fungus, you got to hear about the secret two-minute trick that I found for my husband. It works from both the inside and the outside. Thousands of people are using it to get rid of their toe fungus. You can check it out at crystalflush.com. Jake started off with a small spot on his big toe and then it spread and got really bad. His toes were nasty. It was so embarrassing. He was afraid to take his socks off. He hid his yellow and crumbly toes from everyone. He tried everything to get rid of it. Nothing helped. And then we found crystalflush.com. It was the only thing that worked. In just a few weeks, his toes looked amazing. He's now walking around barefoot again. You guys need to try this. I'm telling you, this stuff is different. It's not sold in stores, but go check it out at crystalflush.com. They'll even let you try it risk-free so you have nothing to lose. But whatever you do, don't let it get worse. You don't have to live with this anymore. Go check it out now. Just click over to crystalflush.com. WNSR. And now, Paramount Roofing and Exteriors is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by Paramount Roofing and Exteriors, serving Middle Tennessee. For all your roofing and exterior needs, give the pros a call today at 615-635-1790. 615-635-1790. That's Paramount Roofing and Exteriors, LLC. Going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. Hey, this is Darren. And this is Justin. And we are the McFarland weekdays from 2 until 4 p.m. And we want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. Hey, this is Damon Keene, producer for The McFarland Show, and I want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. 
Hey, along with Pat Cook, John Burton, Greg Pogan, the Greg Pogan, John Burton Show, all of us wishing everybody the best of holiday seasons and even better 2024. 2023 was a great year. We're looking forward to more fun in 2024, and we thank you for your loyal listenership. We love the interaction. Keep the phone calls coming. Indeed. Holidays are about family. We consider our listeners very much a part of our family. Thank you for listening, and all the best during this holiday season from the Greg Pogan, John Burton Show. I'm Joe Fisher from the Mid-State Checkdown High School Football Game of the Week. From our family at WNSR to yours, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays and a Happy New Year. Golfers, swing into Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the hottest new fall arrivals from TaylorMade, Callaway, and Titleist. Come by and test drive the new TaylorMade P790 irons, the new Callaway Apex Pro iron sets, and the new Titleist T-Series irons. While you're there, get a free custom fitting on the new arrivals and more. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is your headquarters for all the latest golf gear from all the top manufacturers. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in-store or online at edwinwattsgolf.com. Are you ready to rock, boys and girls? Behold. It's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? Welcome back to the Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Ow. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Hour number two of our radio program. Greg Pogue, John Burton Show, Nashville Sports Radio. Monday morning here in the beautiful Music City. Greg Pogue out today awaiting the arrival of his first grandchild, Alice Rose. She'll be arriving at some point, and Greg is uh, attending to, with his family. Uh, you should uh, go to his uh Twitter X handle, the Pokester, and, and and give him well wishes as we uh, await the arrival of this precious angel, Alice Rose. Shout out to Grace's daughter, his entire family. Um, just a blessed event. You know, it's funny, uh, Patton, whenever Greg has talked about, you know, the the impending arrival of his granddaughter, you see how his face lights up? Like, it's, it, I think he's still like, I can't believe I'm going to be a grandfather. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, it's just... Such a blessing. I'm so happy for him. And what a, what a great early Christmas present he and his family are about to receive. Absolutely. And uh, he texted us yesterday, and I kind of popped up on my phone, and I was driving. I was fully expecting a uh, yeah. a, 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 a baby picture or Right, something. exactly. We're like, yeah, you know, let's, let's show me the kid. Let's no, go. He, he was just saying, uh, I'm, she's going in tonight. Uh, we'll be, arrive sometime today. So very happy for Greg. He is... Uh, He's been ready for this moment for probably a couple of years now. He has, he has, yeah. It's a, it's, it's a blessing, and like I said, right, just in time for the holidays. What, what could be better than that? All right, uh, we're going to go around the league in just a little bit. I want to talk about some, some of the games that we saw over the weekend, but we do want to hear from Derrick Henry because that was obviously the, his worst performance uh, production-wise as a pro. Sixteen carries for nine yards. You know, first time in his career he didn't get at least ten yards rushing in a game that he started. And after the game, uh, he was asked about his future. Most of you know, but in case you don't, Derrick Henry in the final year of his contract, his future with the Titans, 
uncertain. Certainly uh, a phenomenal career, over 9,000 yards rushing, second all-time in Titans-Oilers history, um, behind Eddie George. You know, the conventional wisdom is he still has gas left in the tank, but he's in an interesting position because he's not considered a three-down back. Um, he's approaching 30 years old, which is uh, considered old or older for a running back. So he's in kind of a crossroads now for his career. And he was asked about, you know, his future, whether or not he's, he's starting to think with three games to go and no playoffs for the Titans. Are these the final three games for Derrick Henry in a Titans uniform? Definitely today, um, you know, you had that feeling, you know, we you know, had hope of kind of slipping in there and then being eliminated, you know, the string gate, three games left. Um, you know, I've been here my, my whole career, um, Definitely want to go out strong, which that isn't the case. But um, I'm just try to give them all these last three games and um, leave it all on the field. Now, when you hear that, Patton, a couple things come to mind because I don't know what Amy Adams Strunk is thinking regarding Derrick Henry. I don't know what Mike Vrabel's thinking regarding Derrick Henry. I don't know what Rand Carthon is thinking regarding Derrick Henry. But it sounds like whatever Mike Vrabel's thinking, Rand Carthon is thinking. So that's something we'll get get into down the road. But listening to Derrick. And he's been great media-wise this year. He's not always, you know, he's he can be a little moody. He can be a little like, you know, why do I have to do this? What, you know, but he's been very, very good this year. Uh, you know, he meets with the media every Thursday. That's his scheduled day to talk. And of course, after games, more often than not, they bring him to the podium, um, as we just heard. So, I'm wondering if, in Derek Henry's mind, he's thinking, do I want to come back? Do I want to be a part of this? This is we're obviously going into a rebuild. Um, I don't have a very good offensive line in front of me blocking. Maybe I could go somewhere else to a contender and be a role player. Or, you know, I think he's starting to wonder now, okay, what do I want to do? I know a big part of him would love to be a Tennessee Titan for life and, you know, set all the records and, you know, obviously walk off into the sunset, maybe the Hall of Fame down the road, certainly a Ring of Honor guy. I would say probably a number retired guy perhaps down the road. I know the Titans don't do that all that often. I mean, look how long it took them to retire Stephen Eddy's number. Yeah. And it took them a while. I mean, they haven't been here for a long time and they just, it was last year, two years ago, whatever it yeah, was. Yeah. Um, I'm starting to think based on what I just heard from Derrick Henry, that he really is contemplating. What do I want to do? I think if you'd asked him earlier in the season, Hey, I'm going to play my butt off this year, whatever happens. I'd love to sign, probably for less money, probably for a shared role uh, in the offense. But I, I, it sounds to me like he's really thinking about, okay, do I really want to come back here? Do I really want to do this again? Or do I want to go somewhere else? What say you? Well, I know for me, I was the same sort of way. I was, why not try and bring Derrick Henry back for a number? But, John, the more these games have gone on, I don't know if the Titans are going to have the luxury of bringing back a guy who's going to demand some sort of cap number. I mean, he's going to—he's a top ten running back in the NFL. Right. You're not going to get him back for the vet minimum. I, th- I still think he's a top five running back. So, I, I for me, I, I think you look—you know—you need to address at least four out of the five positions. I, I think to me on the offensive line, I, I don't like where this group is going. I don't mm-hmm. like really anybody on the line. Skronsky's shown flashes, but. Mm-hmm. Has he really been lights out? Not really. He wasn't at, yesterday. At, at, at left guard. So I, I think you look at that. I think there are a lot of positions. And I think what Derrick Henry would offer for this group next year, 
probably needed to be cheaper. Probably needs. Well, they're going to have cap space next year. We do know that they're going to have a lot of cap space. But you're right. I mean, where they need it are big money. Are you willing to make that investment? Because like they need it, they need two tackles. Yes, and those. I mean, that's going to take half your cap space probably. Yeah, that's that's a great point. So I, I don't know if the Titans are going to have the luxury of bringing Derek back at a number that he deserves. Quite frankly, I don't. He's not. <laughs> You don't take a cap hit for a five and twelve football team. You take it for the twelve and five football team is going to try and get you to a Super Bowl. Right. So if Derek Henry's going to come back, he's going to think I'm doing you guys a favor. Exactly. Uh, you guys, you guys are going to have to pay me a little bit. And more Derek to owes come back. it to himself to test the free agency market Absolutely. to see what he's worth. Right. See what the market says he's worth. Right. Absolutely. He owes it to himself, especially at this point in his career. And. You know, the Titans could easily, you have Tajay Spears, who I think has done a nice job. You could draft a running back in the middle rounds next spring, you know, to be a compliment to Tajay Spears. But I know from a PR standpoint, from a fan, I mean, the fans absolutely love Derrick Henry. Like producer Debbie, who I talk about that I work with at News Channel 5, she would be crushed if Derrick Henry left the Titans organization. Like, to the point, she may not come to work. Okay, that's how much she loves Derek Henry. She's also an Alabama fan because I think her kids went there too. So anyway, uh, it's going to be interesting. But I just think for the first time, Derek is contemplating, you know, maybe maybe I will go somewhere else. But again, it's going to be hard to pinpoint what his value is going to be in the open market because he's not a traditional three-down back. Although he got targeted a lot in the passing game yesterday, made some catches, but... You know, is he a guy you're going to rely on on third down to 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 for blitz pickup and you know to be a, a reliable pass catcher out of the backfield? He's gotten a lot better at that, and, and, and believe me, folks, I, I go to practice. I see that he works. He's on the jugs machine all the time, and he's gotten better. But well, yeah. and it's hard for him because it, it takes him a minute to really get up to speed exactly. after he catches the football. If you get him early in his run, you got him. And that's what happened a lot yesterday. Whenever mm-hmm. he catched the ball, he had a glimmer of, of space. But, I mean, you hit, by a second by a second step, he had somebody wrapped around his ankles and his legs trying to bring him down. So it was uh, – I, I was thoroughly surprised on how well the Texans did yesterday because they were missing Will Anderson, mm-hmm. uh, their top three or four draft pick. I can't remember – what exactly pick he was? Oh, that's yesterday. right. So they picked him right after they picked Stroud. Uh, Derek Barnett, the Vol, was torturing uh, the the Titans' offensive line. So they had guys out too yesterday, just like the Titans. And one team came to play at least in the second half, and the other one didn't. Well, I think you got to give Keenum a lot of credit because he didn't he didn't panic. Like he got knocked around, he got sacked a few times. Um, you know, he threw the pick six to uh, to uh, Elijah Molden, but. He hung in there, and the defense was able to keep it close for him, and he made enough plays on that drive. He got lucky with the Schultz play over Roger McCreary, but, hey, they cashed in. They scored, tied mm-hmm. the game. Defense gave you know him an opportunity. He hit Singletary in that 41-yard pass out of the scramble drill, sets him up for the field goal, and um, you know that's what a veteran quarterback does. You know He may make mistakes, but he'll if you give him an opportunity to either get back in the game or win the game, he can do it, and that's and so obviously proved to be a smart decision for D'Amico Ryan's to start Case Keenum at quarterback yesterday, as opposed to Davis Mills, who we all thought was going to get the start. So, yeah. you know, that's what a veteran quarterback does. Ready to go around the league? Let's do it.
All right, let's start with what we saw on uh, Saturday. The Bengals beat the Vikings in overtime, 27-24. I'm convinced Joe Burrow, system quarterback, overrated. Jake Browning, the other JB, he's the guy. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) But (laughs) huge win for the Bengals. We'd given them up for dead a few weeks ago after Burrow got hurt. They're 8-6, and and they're right there in the mix. He absolutely is, and uh, Jamar Chase banged up uh, after the game. Mm-hmm. It looks like he, he was ruled out. How how much further the next couple of weeks, I'm not sure. But i tell you what, John, T. Higgins, that touchdown uh, wow. catch he had yep. was well short of the touchdown at the end zone, but he swings his arm swings across his the spot. Yeah. I've never seen anything well, like Well, Antonio it. Brown did something similar okay. to that on Christmas night a few nights uh, a few years ago to beat the Baltimore Ravens on a pass from Ben Roethlisberger. Um, yeah, it was, uh, but it was one of those, like that play will go down in Bengals history. uh, How about the job that Jake Browning has done Mm -hmm. since taking over for Burrow? It really has an offensive line run game. They've started to run the ball a little bit more, John, with Joe Mixon, which Mm -hmm. thought was a little odd. They weren't doing before. They were one of the worst rushing teams with Burrow in there, but Mixon started to mix it up and they starting to spread it out. If no Jamar chase the next couple of weeks, I think that could be big for them, but And again, T. Higgins, the way he played after he went out, made some big catches. Colts beat the Steelers 30-13. Steelers jumped out to a 13-0 lead, but Indy scored 30 unanswered. And I can tell you this, they are, the folks in Pittsburgh, they want Tomlin out. There was a situation where, I think it was like in the third quarter, Tomlin passed up a long field goal. He's got a pretty good kicker in Boswell. They were down 11 and they had a chance to kick a long field goal and make it a one-score game, and Tomlin chose to punt, and he's getting he's getting killed. You know, it's Mike for the Tomlin first... loves a 30-yard punt. Uh, he does, yeah. <laughs> He loves it. Loves it. <laughs> yeah, he does, man. And, uh, you know, I don't know, man. I the, the, um, the Colts have done a nice job. You know, Steichen's really done a nice job in his first season, man. You know, they lose their rookie quarterback, uh, Anthony Richardson, to the Titans, ironically, but... You know, he's got them, you know, right there in contention at eight. I mean, traditionally a conference in a division that's been inept at the mm-hmm. coaching position. Yep. I mean, you got four. I mean, I think Vrabel's a good coach. You got yep. four really good young coaches minus Doug Peterson. He's a little bit older, but. But he's he's seasoned. He's won a Super Bowl. Absolutely. Yeah. No, Colts done a great job. Gardner Minshew had a, had a solid game. Uh, so the Colts are eight and six. Steelers. On the outside, looking in right now at the playoffs at seven and seven, the Lions. This was the most impressive performance for me over the weekend because, trust me, I in Detroit they were thinking, all right, here we go, same old Lions. They had lost a couple of games. Golf wasn't playing well. The Broncos came in red hot, and the Lions laid them to waste, forty-two to seventeen. And Golf was great, two hundred seventy-eight yards, five touchdown passes. As uh, Detroit is closing in on a division title, something we don't say a lot. <laughs> with the Detroit Lions. <laughs> yeah, credit to them. The way these past couple of weeks had been for them, you just wondered if maybe some of the uh, Detroit voodoo was getting on them a little bit, but they battled through. And right now, John, the 7-3 matchup, uh, the uh, Detroit Lions and the L.A. Rams. Matthew Stafford mm. possibly could be going back to Detroit to wow. face off. And so they love him in Detroit. Really could. So uh, something uh, something to look out for these next couple of weeks. Should be a fun. Saints beat my Giants 24-6. to Tommy Cutlets got sacked seven times. Giants offensive line is a joke. Uh, they had, Giants had won three straight going into that game. And, you know, we're starting to think maybe uh, this was the comeback down to earth moment for the Giants and, and Tommy DeVito. 
Sure was. And John, they were punking them a little bit after they were doing oh, yeah. the, uh, yeah. the, the Italian salute. Yeah, they were salute. doing the Italian salute after they <laughs> sacked him. I think I think they got tired of hearing about Tommy Cutlets all yeah. week. The Saints de- defense Saints Saints defense has been good all year and they uh they feasted on Tommy Cutlets yesterday, twenty four to six. So the Saints seven and seven still hanging around the playoff race, and uh, of course the Giants are five and nine. Uh they are done. Uh, the game we were talking about, the Browns beat the Bears 20-17. to Joe Flacco threw three interceptions in that game, but he threw for 221 yards in the fourth quarter to rally them from 17-3 down to tie it. And then uh, they get the, he engineers a late drive to get the field goal, and they survived because uh, it looked like the <laughs> Bears had a, a, a uh, Hail Mary for the ages to win the game, but Mooney wasn't able to handle the the ricocheted pass and ended up getting intercepted. Uh, uh, but uh, listen, I'm telling you right now, the team you don't want to see, there are two teams you don't want to see in the AFC playoffs, the Cleveland Browns and the Buffalo Bills. And we'll talk about them in a second. Yep. The Browns with Joe Flacco, an experienced quarterback, you know, able to shake off those interceptions. He made some big-time throws in that game. And I'm telling you, with that defense, and Stefanski is – this is his best coaching job by far since coming to the Browns. Bold prediction. Are you ready for a bold prediction? Let's hear it. The Cleveland Browns will make the AFC Championship game. Mark the tape. Remember where you heard it. We're going to circle back to this. The Cleveland Browns are making the AFC Championship game. They're going to have to do it kind of like how the Titans did it all on the road. Uh, Pretty much, and we'll talk about probably the Ravens a little bit later on. It looks like they've locked up that division. I I like the Browns right now. uh, Flacco's pass to Amari Cooper that really ended up tying the game for Mm -hmm. them and go on to kick the uh, game-winning field goal. There's something about Joe Flacco right now. I think he's loving loving life, and Cleveland is loving him. They kept showing some shirtless buff guy after uh, (laughs) after after he touched down. This guy was ripped on (laughs) something. I don't know what. uh, (laughs) He was all tanked up. Yeah, he he had big shoulders, big chest. He's shirtless. He's out there flexing. I mean, Cleveland (laughs) uh, couldn't get enough of it yesterday. All right, we'll continue our tour around the league uh, after our first break. Well, actually, we got Teresa Walker, I believe, coming up. Next, uh, Vol Boy, I see you. We're going to get to you as soon as we can. We pro- Actually, let's go to Vol Boy real quick right now before we go to break. Hey, Vol Boy, what's up, buddy? I want to get you on. Hey, hey guys. Uh, that that was an awful offensive performance. That's the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. <laughs> Don't I know it. <laughs> but late in the game when uh, D-Hop caught that ball and he, and he, and he dropped it and he yeah. suddenly giving them the hurry up, Yep. Deal, you know, uh, he got, came to the line and, and uh, he went, set, hut. If he would have snapped it on set, that whistle wouldn't have blown yet, and, and I guess the play would have stood. If, am I right? Well, yeah, if you run a play before, you know, before a play is challenged, then you don't get the challenge. So Now, there is what's called yeah. assisted replay, where it's kind of like an eye in the sky where they can, you know, call down to the ref and be like, whoa, 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 check we looked at it, it's incomplete, but that wasn't the case there because, you know, D-Hop tried to sell it, obviously. So good on D'Amico Ryans for getting that red flag out there. Yeah, yeah, but I, I, I just thought that was another example of bad coaching. You know, if you're going to hurry up and get on the ball, get on the ball, snap it, you know. Yeah, you're right. They tried. Yeah. Uh, they're horrible. That's all there is to it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Merry Christmas, Vol Boy. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you, guys. All right, I'll talk to you. All right, we'll come. We'll come back after this. I believe we're going to have Teresa Walker. If not, we'll continue to go around the league and uh, take your phone calls. Stay with us. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com. Or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. Want even more excitement on game day? It's time to get on Prize Picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you can win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks. And with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Prize Picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Sweat it out. Watch your entry update in real time. And continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. Take your game day experience to the next level with prize picks. And right now, you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime. Prize picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize picks. Daily fantasy sports made easy. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for more details. Tis the season for all of my favorite treats. Now, where are Grandma's homemade holiday cookies? Hold up. Where are Grandma's cookies? Easy, Joe. Grandma brought something even sweeter this season. <gasps> Your triple fudge brownies? No, Joey. Holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Made from scratch holiday wins? Grandma, you're a genius. Give the gift of holiday instant games topped with sweet cash prizes. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Oh, what game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. The TSU Tigers men's basketball team of fifth-year coach Penny Collins are coming off a top three OVC finish last season and looking for much more this season. Led by preseason all-conference guards Marcus Fitzgerald and Kenyon Hodges, the Tigers face an impressive non-conference schedule that includes Oregon, Lipscomb, Austin P, Indiana State, and Liberty and tip off a league play on December 28th at Gentry Center versus UT Martin. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson on all of the games this season right here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. One is in great shape. The other is, well, a shape. The Greg Bogue and John Burton Show.
We continue to await the arrival of Greg Pogue's granddaughter. What a blessed event. Just in time for the holidays. Greg out today. John Burton, Patton Cook inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. We are presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel. It's the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. She joins us every Monday right around this time, 1025 or so. The Hall of Fame sports writer from the Associated Press, the Queen, Teresa Walker. T, I didn't know if you're coming on today because I didn't see you at the game yesterday. How are you? Dude, I was there. I mean, come on. Did you see me? I didn't see you. So, I mean, hey, it was one of those days where I was moving a little slowly. Okay. I went to Memphis on Friday for, you know, Jaws' first uh, talk uh, to public uh, Mm -hmm. in in forever. Mm -hmm. And let's just say that I've been around long enough that 11-hour days take a little bit more of a toll (laughs) than they used to, shall we say? I understand. Well, I... Yeah, well, I didn't see it. Normally, you know, I see you. I say hello to you at the game. I didn't see it. Please charge it to my head and not my heart. Good to talk with you. Yeah, we're, we're going to ask you about John Morant in a little bit. But first of all, just uh, overall thoughts of what you saw yesterday. Um, obviously, the running game and the offensive line are the big issues of the day. Uh, but, uh, man, it was a day of missed opportunities for the Titans, right? You think about the... Uh, the Roger McCreary interception that should have been. Eric uh, Garrer should have had an interception. Uh, you know, DeAndre Hopkins had that deep pass over the middle that he ended up dropping. And we talked about, obviously, the Levis interception that he threw where he had Traylon Burks butt naked wide open down the left sideline. A lot of missed opportunities for the Titans yesterday. A lot of missed opportunities. And I'm going to point out that, uh, and I know people don't want to hear it, but they are a missed extra point in each of their two home games from being seven and seven and right in the playoff playoff mix with everybody else with three games left. And that's the line and six of their games this year, six of their losses by eight points or less. So for, you know, for everybody and, and, and Derek Henry, as bad as everybody is dogging on the run game, uh, two things. Uh, D'Amico Ryans is a, was a defense coordinator before he became a head coach. Derrick Henry had run for over a thousand yards in the fast, last five games against the Houston Texans franchise. You think D'Amico Ryans was smart enough to maybe not want to let Derrick Henry get started against them? And then, uh, again, I go back to the fact that Derrick Henry still, the reason you, you try to run him is one, if you don't run, then, uh, you know, defenses are going to tee off on your quarterback. We saw it late when they made it very obvious that they couldn't run against them. And then Derrick Henry is still fifth in the NFL in rushing yards today after that performance yesterday, which was the worst against the Houston Texans since he became a starter. So I'm just saying you run Derrick Henry because he is a big part of your offense. So for everyone ready to move on, uh, calm down. Wait a minute. Did you not see that picture before the game? The Mount Rushmore for this franchise, Eddie, Derek, and yes, the Earl of Pearl, Campbell. I mean, there's a reason why you try to run the ball in the NFL. So everybody who's throwing a little conniption, this team is what it is. And, you know, it's painful. Yes, you all want to be competing for the number one pick overall and the number one draft uh, or, or draft slot and the number one seed, you can't have it all. And this team has tried. They have squeezed as that much as humanly possible out of this roster. 
And, uh, you know, this is where we're at, unfortunately. Eliminated with three games to go. Teresa, I get all that, but, you know, I think an argument could be made that the Titans were way too predictable. I mean, it was first down run, first down run, first down run. I understand yeah, what they you're ran, ran way too much. Yeah, I mean, I understand what you're saying about yeah, you run Derrick Henry because this is what you do, and he's Derrick Henry. I get all that, but your job as a coaching staff also is to you know adjust to what the other team is doing. Why why not a short pass? Why not a play action shot here or there on first down? And didn't we see just how well that tempo up tempo offense worked last week when they scored 15 points in the span of three minutes? Look I mean, pretty good. You know, it, it is okay, Tim, to, you know, Kelly, to, you know, to switch things up, to, you know, to, to, to go off balance and, and try to do some things. So, you know, that is an absolutely, completely fair and, and true argument. So, uh, but, you know, here's the thing, you know, it, 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 it didn't happen. They didn't do it. And, you know, we, we finally saw Traylon Burks have a decent day yesterday. Um, you know, it just, it just feels like it, it, as as much as things were going yesterday that maybe, you know, a team that they've been trying to keep together to push over the finish line is just wearing out a teeny bit. I mean, you know, think about it. As many pieces as the Houston Texans were missing, the Titans were missing some as well. And, you know, the guy that they missed maybe the most was Jeffrey Simmons, as uh, Mike Singletary, no, Devin Singletary. I, you hear the name Singletary. I don't know about you, J.B., but I, do, I want yep. to say Mike. That's, that's, right? that's the first thing that comes it, to my mind is the Hall of Fame middle linebacker for the Chicago Bears, of course. Of course. But if they'd had Jeffrey Simmons in there, hmm, maybe the Texans couldn't run the ball as well as they did. So, uh, you know, yeah, it's just it, it's, it's a painful situation, and nobody likes it, but this is where we're at. And, yeah, there are questions that they need to ask and answer about, you know, you know you've got to scheme better. I mean, yes, you have to be able to run the ball in the NFL. You want to be balanced. We, you know, we heard Mike Vrabel say after the game they've won a lot of games doing that kind of thing, but they weren't able to run it yesterday, and you've got to make something happen. And if you – and, and I'm a great proponent. I love – I mean, guess what? Call me crazy, JB, but it is possible to open up run lanes when the opposing team is doing everything possible to keep you from running the ball by throwing it. Yeah, that's a good point. Teresa Walker joins us from the Associated Press. All right, uh, Will Levis obviously injured late in that game. Uh, Rappaport says uh, the Titans believe it's an ankle sprain MRI today. Uh, where are you at in terms of what the Titans should do with Levis? Three games to go, not going to the playoffs. Do you try to, you know, throw him back out there and play so you get more tape on him? Or do you say, okay, we've seen enough, rookie. We're shutting you down. Ryan Tannehill, go on out there. Or or Malik Willis. I don't – do you want to see it get worse? Uh, I, excuse me, do, are, have we forgotten four sacks uh, in London for Malik Willis? So that's a no for me on Malik Willis. Uh I still think that you want to try to grow Will uh, Levis. And, and, you know, experience matters, and getting him on the field is important at this point. So, uh, you know, now the challenge is uh, keeping him alive and upright because, you know, nobody learns if you're hurt. And I think everybody, when you saw him, you know, the, my colleague's picture of him screaming, uh, you know, when that leg went back, you know, it's it like, looked bad, Ooh. yeah. It did look back, and the fact that 
you know, at first he's not putting any weight on it, and then he walks off, and then he's jogging on the sideline. I mean, impressive. But this is also a guy whose draft stock dropped last year because he finished the season for Kentucky playing with an injury that doctors told him he could have probably, you know, just do, hang it up, go sit, you know, go rest and prep for the draft, and yet he kept playing. But, I mean, how do you learn experience? So I'm going to default back to that, that, yes, if, you can, if, if, if he is healthy enough to play, if he can protect himself, then, yeah, you keep playing him. What did you make of what Derek Henry had to say about his future after the game? Uh, it's absolutely a valid issue. I mean, in question, I mean, he is not under contract after this year. Uh, they've got enough cap space that, uh, you know, I could foresee a, you know, Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard situation with the uh, Titans next year uh, with Ty J Spears and Derek Henry. And, you know, you know, use Derek to, you know, Derek is still, again, fifth in the NFL in rushing. And so uh, as dazzling as Ty J Spears has been, I, I think that, you know, uh, that maybe I find a way to keep him if you possibly can because of what he's meant to this franchise, of the possible, you know, how close he is to chasing down Eddie's mark. And, 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 and the fact that, you know, yesterday was the exception, but almost every game this year, when he's done something with the ball, whether it's a 100-yard game or it's yet another touchdown, he is literally running into historic area and doing things that the very best in this game's history have done. That's why I'm thinking I try to keep him here and find a way to find a contract with the space they've got. This is not a team next offseason that is going to be looking like, you know, this year Rand was scouring under the couch cushions for change trying to do things for this roster. That's not going to be the problem this next offseason. So they have flexibility that they did not have before. And, and it allows them to focus on the areas that they absolutely must fix. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, T. But I also, and I said this earlier in the show, doesn't Derek owe it to himself to test the free agency market to see, you know, what his worth oh, is? Yeah. But, but here's the thing. I mean, we're, we're, you know, you know, it, the biggest question this franchise had was who's going to be the quarterback after the season. Will Levis has answered that question, and, 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 and now it's get him help, protect him, give him some more offensive weapons. Where do those weapons need to be? Well, they need to be at wide receiver and more help at tight end. And oh yeah, protect him on that offensive line. So with Tajay Spears and Derrick Henry, I think that's a running back duo, JB, that can absolutely uh, do what you need to do on offense. So that's why I spend my, you know, you know, focus and attention on those areas. And now, Derrick, sure, but you know, I mean, shoot, we heard all off season that you know Titans were going to trade Derrick Henry to Buffalo. Well, Buffalo is scrambling right now, trying to stay alive, just ahead of where the Titans kind of are. So, I mean, there is nothing guaranteed in the NFL when it comes to the postseason. It just isn't. Switching gears, T, the Predators uh, continue to win. Nice overtime win at Carolina Friday. They come home to Bridgestone, 3-1 win over the Capitals on Saturday. And it seems like we talk about it every week. They just seem to be getting better and better and better. Big test tomorrow night. Uh, Vancouver coming in tied for the most wins in the Western Conference. Yeah, but you know what? They're facing a Predators team that uh, since the middle of November is first in the league in wins, points, you name it. 
Uh, this team seems to be settling in. It's amazing what uh, coaching change can do, right? And giving some young kids an opportunity. And, oh, yeah, maybe, you know, it's nice to see a center who's getting a big contract but actually is contributing. Mm. Uh, you know, uh, he certainly, you know, Ryan O'Reilly certainly seems to have rejuvenated Philip Forsberg, who is having the season of his career at this moment. Uh, but, you know, Barry Trotz has, has pressed all the right buttons so far to start his tenure as GM for this franchise, and it is interesting and fun to watch. So I, I, we all kind of thought this team would be fun to watch, but let's face it, when you're fun to watch and you're winning, hmm. I mean, hey, and, and Saros, you know, six straight wins, uh, most in his career, uh, he, he, he's doing well. So it's like not that we ever doubted that. But, uh, you know, I'll say this, JB, out of the three professional teams that I covered the most in this state, that was not the team I had on my bingo card for keeping an eye on for having to cover next April in the postseason. And let's just say I'm, and it's a good thing I write things down with pencil. Yeah, right. Hey, real quick, what did you make of what John Morant had to say as he gets ready to come back to the uh, Memphis Grizzlies? Well, he was absolutely right in that what he says isn't going to matter. It's going to be what he does with his actions. And the problem is he returns to a team that is, uh, you know, among the worst in the uh, NBA, among the worst in the West. Uh, you know, they still have not found a way to rebound the ball effectively. They can't shoot threes. And, you know, Desmond Bay and Jaron Jackson Jr. have been doing their best to carry this franchise. And, you know, Ja said that, you know, he's not going to try to come out tomorrow night in his first game back from suspension and, and post a historic night that, you know, he understands that he's not, you know, this is his start of the season. He's been practicing and doing five on five and things like that with the, with the uh, Grizzlies, but it's a whole other thing to get up to game speed. So, um, but the fact of the matter is there's a reason Adam Silver put him in a pair of timeouts this year for a total of 33 games. It, it, it's to try to get his attention. And the only way we're going to know, because, again, he, he said something similarly uh, at, when the season ended with the six-game ouster to the Lakers, that he knew he had to do a better off the court and make better decisions so that he could be available. And then two weeks later, you know, he, he he's having fun and gets into trouble again with the commissioner. So prove it. Don't say it. Yeah, and the league needs him as one of the bright young stars in the league. You're always our brightest star, T. Got your holiday shopping done? Uh, no. <laughs> Neither have I. <laughs> I still Good got time. To us, right? <laughs> it's the final countdown, T. You better get going. Uh, people are getting lots of gift cards. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. A lot, a lot of Venmo. There you go. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of Venmo hits. T, always a pleasure. Appreciate you coming on. Have a great day, okay? All right. Well, uh, hopefully I'll see you later if you're over at uh, Mike Brabel at noon. If not, Wednesday for sure. There you go. We'll see you. <laughs> All right. Take care. There she goes. The queen. Teresa Walker from the Associated Press. We'll come back. We'll continue to uh, go around the league, take your phone calls uh, till the top of the hour right here on Nashville Sports Radio. You enjoy the thrill of gambling, but what happens when it becomes a problem? Whether you want to cut back or quit gambling altogether, the Gambling Clinic has been helping people change their gambling for over two decades. We're here to help, not to judge. The Gambling Clinic is a Tennessee-based clinic offering in-person and telehealth support to help people win back their life. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com. 
This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Your brain is an amazing thing. But as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Michael Fabiano here, and if you want even more excitement on game day, it's time to get on prize picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you can win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks, and with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, prize picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Watch your entry update in real time and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. And right now, when you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime, Prize Picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy, must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for details. The Locksmith Company, our full service locksmithing expert, is asking listeners to please donate a toy to Toys for Tots this holiday season. You could make a difference in the life of a child. This message is brought to you by The Locksmith Company, a proud veteran employer. For all your residential, commercial, or automotive locksmithing needs, call today for a free estimate or 24 7 emergency service at 931 801 5427. 931 801 5427. And also visit the LSCO.com. The Locksmith Company is looking forward to seeing you. This is the Greg Fogue and John Burton Show. I'm not surprised, and I think Kevin Byer gets it. Producer Debbie is the, not happy. The, well, she shouldn't be when they ran off Jeff Fisher, that no one was happy about that because everybody loved him. It, it was all business. He's due $14 million next year, okay? Not going to be on the roster next year. Get something for him. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Call or text the Greg Bogan News Channel 5 John Burton Show at 615-844-5600. Hey, we got a bowl game this afternoon, Patton. The famous Toastery Bowl. Western Kentucky taking on Old Dominion. 1.30 kickoff here locally. You can watch it on ESPN. So if you're bumping around this afternoon, catch some bowl action. Western Kentucky, their quarterback's really good. Austin Reed. Mm-hmm. 3,340 yards on the season, 31 touchdowns, just 11 interceptions. So uh, we got we got we got some bowl action. It's bowl week, everybody. 
bit of a Vanderbilt news, John. Uh, yeah. Uh, some uh, Vandy football news, oddly enough. A transfer portal, Nate Johnson, who was the uh, backup quarterback for Utah mm-hmm. uh, last year, uh, played in the Florida game, had some pretty good moments. Uh, athletic quarterback, very, very athletic, was a four-star he has transferred to Vanderbilt, oh. so he will likely be the starting quarterback. Come on in, man. We need you. <laughs> Run for your life. I hope hey. they're paying you well. Well, listen, he's going to get that Vanderbilt sheepskin. So uh, yes. his life after football, if he doesn't make it in the pros, should be pretty good. Uh, tonight on these airwaves, 630 Grizzlies at the Thunder. Is that today or tomorrow? That's today. Yes. Today. So Jaws, is Ja playing tonight? I know 25 games suspension. I'm going to look at their right. record to see how many games they've played. So we'll played. check and see if this is going to be Jaws' first game back. But he spoke on Friday. He's um, One more game. This is the final okay. Ja Morant-less game okay. uh, for the Grizzlies. Oh, that's right. Teresa mentioned that. I guess, uh, all right. Well, all right. Well, you can still listen to the Grizzlies and the Thunder right here on these airways. We mentioned uh, the bowl game. Just quickly want to... Uh, uh, continue our tour around uh, the uh, games over the weekend. Um, let's see. Where were we here? Uh, well, Panthers beat the Falcons 9-7 on a last-second field goal. Art Smith, pack your bags. Yeah. Uh, no touches for Bijan Robinson after a fumble. Um, <sighs> scored seven points. I mean, I, I love you, Arthur, but... Uh, I mean, that's, that's, you, you that's, reached on this guy. You can't just throw him to the to the wolves after right. he fumbles a football. Right. I mean, he's still one of the biggest players in your offense. You look at the talent they have offensively, and for them to not be able to move the ball and score points consistently, um, you know, they they hurt. Look like they're going to win this division, but now, you know, you look at what the Buccaneers did yesterday. One in Lambeau, beat the Packers thirty four to twenty. Baker Mayfield, rebel without a clue. What do you have? Four tutties. Yep. Yep. Played really well. Sure did. It looks like. They've got the front seat uh, to that division, John, and um, <laughs> uh, I, I believe eight and nine might do it, quite frankly, in that division. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of the NFC East a couple of years ago during the COVID <laughs> year. Remember that? Yep. Chiefs won at the Patriots 27 to 17. And, you know, this Chiefs offense is still struggling a little bit, man. They don't have any reliable pass catchers other than Travis Kelsey. You know, you look at the score, you're like, oh, they handled business. That This game was a struggle for yep. a while. For a while, your guy uh, Kadarius Tony had yeah. a uh, uh, another uh, a pick that will go down in Mahomes' numbers that should absolutely go down in uh, Kadarius Tony's numbers. So you're right, and but there is just something to be said about uh, they got Patrick Mahomes and they got Andy Reid. Yep. Uh, how much more do you need in the postseason? That teams almost lose games in the postseason. I mean, look at what the Titans did these past couple of years, three years in a row, where they basically gave away games. I, I. I don't know what it is. I, I'm still holding out hope that the Chiefs are going to figure out. They've got a really good defense, too, John. So yeah, they I, do. I, they're going to be able to mask some of that. But now, they got to go on the road now. This is true. You know, I, they're going to win their division, so they'll get their first uh, game at home. But, man, you know, Patrick Mahomes has never played a road playoff game since becoming a starter. All right, quickly here, 49ers uh, clobber the Cardinals 45-29. Brock Purdy. Uh, no more of this talk that he's a system quarterback. He had four touchdowns. Christian McCaffrey had three touchdowns. Uh, he might be the MVP. He, either one of those two, mm-hmm. quite frankly. And, uh, yeah, Brock Purdy's legit, okay? it's Shanahan's a great offensive coach, but I don't want to hear this talk about uh, he's just a system quarterback and he's not that good, blah, blah, blah. Three touchdowns for McCaffrey. Yep. 
Uh, Dolphins uh, blanked the Jets 30 to nothing. So nice bounce back for them after the Monday night loss to the uh, Titans. Jets are pathetic. Uh, you know, nothing more need be said there. I got a question for you, John. Sure. Uh, Kevin Stefanski has shown that you are still able to actually win football games with less than subpar quarterback play. Mm-hmm. I, I don't hear anybody getting on Robert Sala right now. Oh, they are in New York. Okay. Trust me. Yeah. Yeah. But here's the problem. See, here's where the problem comes into play. All right. Aaron Rodgers is running that franchise. Yeah. And Aaron Rodgers wants Nathaniel Hackett to be the offensive coordinator, and he wants Robert Sala to be the head coach. Okay. So the Jets are in a position where if we poop can Robert Sala, that could mean we lose Aaron Rodgers, who obviously he's back at practice now. He intends to play next year. So that's what they're weighing right now. By by any other metric, Robert Sala would be out of there. Okay. Does that make sense? No, that makes sense. Yeah. Total. So so you know this is what happens when you bring Aaron Rodgers, and that's why that's why Green Bay wanted to get rid of his ass. Rams beat the Commanders 28 to 20. Uh the Bills spanked the Cowboys 31 to 10. I thoroughly enjoyed watching that. <laughs> Cowboys Fugazi as uh, predicted. And the Ravens last night on Sunday night football going to Jacksonville and beat the Jaguars 23 to 7. Boy, the Jaguars looked inept in all phases yesterday. Lamar did whatever he wanted to do. He made plays. What do we make of the Jaguars right now? They're yeah, I thought they were a lock to win this division. They're going to have to battle and fight for it because the Colts and Texans are right there. Really are. Never looked like they were in any sort of game yesterday. Couldn't get the run game going. And Trevor Lawrence has come out today um, per Ian Rappaport. He's in concussion protocol right mm. now, John. So Trevor Lawrence is starting to get banged up more and more. He took a couple big shots yesterday. Yeah. And of course, had the sprained ankle right. that he's come back from. So. Uh, this is uh, exactly what you do not want if you're a Jags fan. Two other teams fighting for you in the postseason. I don't believe they play anybody else other than the Titans in the division. I believe they played uh, the Colts and, mm-hmm. and uh, the Texans both already two times. So I'd have to look at that. But yeah, Jags on a dogfight, and right now Ravens number one seed. Yeah, and they're playing extremely good football right now. All right, and tonight we've got the Eagles at the Seahawks. Seahawks will be here Christmas Eve to play the Titans. We'll uh, come back and wrap up the show right after this. Trusted for creative design and committed to both the function and aesthetics of your smile, Jody Jones Dentistry for 26 years has provided a wide range of general and cosmetic dentistry services along Nashville's Music Row and coming soon to Hermitage and Murfreesboro. The Nashville leader for cosmetic dentistry provides a unique luxury environment for patients who want his famous Hollywood smile. Just ask the country music stars, actors, athletes. Yeah, he was eight years the dentist for the Predators to display his celebrity smile. To learn more, visit JodyJonesDDS.com or call 615-259-5100. In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often, there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much, By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. 
Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-649-0142. That's 800-649-0142. Hmm, this is something I wish I'd known. Many people who live in Tennessee are eligible for help paying for healthy food for pregnant and new moms, their babies, and young children, but don't realize it. Family income can be higher than you think. There's a website called TennesseeMeals.com for more information. Assistance for healthy food for expectant moms and young children. This information I need to share. TennesseeMeals.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Justice Center, the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters. and It's a Bill King Show. We created a rule decades ago on the show. Weddings, things of that nature, during the playing portion, do not get consideration. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Weddings are meant for the spring. They do not get consideration during the playing portion of the season. That's just the way we work it around here. That's the way we play it around here. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports. Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Wow, those guys are still on. Wrapping up here, a Monday edition of the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Pogi out today awaiting the arrival of his granddaughter. And uh, I don't know if he's going to be with us tomorrow, quite frankly. We'll see. Um, if you can't get enough of me and Pat and Cook and... Let's face it, who can blame you? Uh, you can always check us out on the What's Good with KB and JB podcast show. It's uh, myself, Patton Cook, and, of course, former Titan Keith Bullock. Uh, premieres every Saturday morning at 10, was it 10 a.m.? Yep. 10 a.m. every Saturday morning, and you can also catch us on Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, CastBox, virtually wherever you get your podcast, you can check us out. We'd we'll love for you to go back and listen to old episodes, uh, rate it, subscribe to it, Give us some feedback. Let us know what you think because uh, uh, we're really proud of it. And, um, Pat, you're doing a great job engineering it being, you. and contributing to it. And um, I'm enjoying it, enjoying it a lot. And Bullock seems to be enjoying it as well, which is important, right? <laughs> kind of is. He's the main draw to this whole podcast. We yeah. Need yeah, yeah be, well, uh, it ain't us. Like coming. <laughs> it ain't us jabronis. Right. You know, we got a former Titan All-Pro linebacker that we, uh, that we have on the show uh Every week, and uh, he did a great job for us last night as our studio analyst breaking down the Titans game on Sunday Sports Central with myself and Steve Lehman. What you got cooking today, Pat and Cook? Not a whole lot for me today. Uh, now the the schedule right before Christmas starts to pick up. Got some DCA games, some mm-hmm. Lipscomb games uh, as the weeks go on. But uh, got most of my shopping done, John. I've got okay. a few more uh, bits and pieces that I have to do for for the mom and for for the fiance. But, okay, I was going to say. Now, did you did your fiance do the Fugazi? Oh, you don't have to get me anything. Don't fall for that. Yeah, she um, when she says 
don't get me anything, that means you better get me something or your ass is sleeping on the couch. Uh, of the many things uh, I love about her, she doesn't BS me. She uh, she knows what she wants. She lets me know, and I, yeah. I appreciate that because I, I have a hard time figuring out what I want to, what I tell people that I want for Christmas, much right. less trying to figure out what somebody else wants uh, without them giving me any ideas. But uh, got some few things still, but uh, most of it got wrapped up this week. Well, that's good. Grizzlies on the air tonight. Uh, you can catch uh, the Grizzlies last game before Ja comes back. Uh, Monday Night Football, we got the Eagles at the Seahawks. Seahawks will be here on Christmas Eve to play the Titans in, his, in what has now become a meaningless game for the two-tone blue, unfortunately. But uh, that's the way it goes sometimes in the NFL. Brable talks today. We'll see what he has to say. We'll chop that up tomorrow. Take your phone calls. All that good stuff. McFarland's at 2 they welcome your phone calls and they mean it that's going to wrap it up for us have a great day everybody jim rome is next AM 95.9 FM 